0: Welcome back to the Aon Pensions Podcast, episode 3 of the DC Podcast. Aims and Ambitions What Will Retirement Look Like? In this podcast, we'll be talking about what retirement means for individuals today, what retirement will look like in terms of working patterns in the future, what age people expect to retire, and how they may need to access the DC Pensions to support them. Welcome back to the Aeon Pensions podcast. Today we're joined by Sophia Singleton and James Collier. Welcome both.
1: Thank you, Stuart. Um, I'm Sophia Singleton. I lead Aeon's DC consulting team and I advise trustees and employers on how to optimize their DC and financial wellbeing programs. I'm um, really excited today for this uh, podcast session because I think what our research has shown um, and particularly this section of the research is that employers and its schemes will need to adapt to the changing shape of retirement. So I think there's an awful lot for us to talk about and for people to think about from this section.
2: And welcome James. sure. I'm James Collier and I'm a senior consultant within Aon's DC consulting team. My role is to provide advice to employers and trustees on their DC arrangements, helping them grapple with the many DC challenges they and their members
0: face, one of which we're going to explore today. So let's jump straight in and ask if you think an individual's vision of retirement has changed, and if so, why? And I certainly do think it has changed, and some of the key headlines from our survey support this.
2: Only 31% expect to fully retire. 47% expect to continue working part-time for a while before fully retiring. And I appreciate I probably need to get out a bit more, but my (sighs) favourite stat from the whole survey this year is that 14% expect to continue working at least part-time for the rest of their life. Wow. Now what this tells me is that whereas retirement was once a fixed date at which you stopped work completely, the majority of individuals no longer expect this to be the case. Now we've been hearing about phased retirement since the removal of the default retirement age back in October 2011, but many employers and pension schemes are yet to see this borne out in practice. Now why is this? Well. A significant reason could be that many current retirees from larger organisations have DB pension income. Often this DB income has often been enough to support them financially. Our findings, however, show that this is going to change. Many employees are now affected by a rising state pension ages, an increased reliance on DC pension arrangements, and longer and healthier later lives. The traditional retirement income model is no longer fit for purpose, as the transition between work and retirement is becoming less
0: distinct. So for those that are still planning to retire, what did the survey tell us about ex- at expected retirement ages?
1: It's really interesting because overall expected retirement ages have risen over the last two years. So we did this similar research two years ago and if we look back and compare, expected retirement ages are going up. What have we seen this year? We're seeing more than half of the respondents now expect to retire after age 67. And one in four expect to still be working after age 70. Interestingly, though, one of the things I find interesting was that men and women broadly expect to retire at the same age, and perhaps that's driven by the equalization of state pension age. So we're seeing the women's uh, expected retirement ages increasing to meet, uh, match men. One area that I've been really quite passionate about and interested in is the mid-career group. And when we looked at the statistics and the data by different age groups, it's the mid-career group that are least likely to know when they retire. Um, And this is the group that I worry the most about. That's because the research has shown that they're least engaged with their retirement savings and they're the most pessimistic about their finances generally. So I think they're going to be facing some unexpected realities in 10 years' time or so And I think it's imperative that we help this mid-career group to start thinking about their aims and ambitions.
0: And are pension schemes keeping up with these potential later retirements?
1: It's a challenge that they're all facing, you know, and it's a challenge that we're all facing. I think there's two key areas that schemes need to look at. The first is, have their members set the right target retirement age? We know that most members are expecting to retire in their late 60s into their 70s. And as James said, some aren't going to retire at all. But I suspect in most cases, their investment strategy is still de-risking towards age 65. This means that members could miss out on valuable growth um, assets. So we need to get our members thinking about their retirement plans and assessing their own retirement ages... Especially as they're approaching their 60s. The second area is that most people working part time into retirement, so we'll have more hybrid members. And what do I mean by hybrid members? I mean those uh, who are working and drawing pension at the same time. So we need to provide these members with access to suitable drawdown products. Um, and we need to look for products that sit alongside and work efficiently with the members' sort of savings vehicles.
0: And what about those who plan to never stop working? Uh, 14% of participants in the survey. Indeed. And
2: as I said, I found this stat um, rather fascinating and I've delved a bit deeper on this one to see if there's any obvious trends or correlations for this particular group. So we looked at earnings profiles to see whether financial reasons may be driving the intention to go on work. Those on higher incomes generally intend to retire earlier. However, when it comes to those who intend to continue working for the rest of their lives, there is very little difference between the proportions at different levels of income. So this suggests to me that it's more of a lifestyle decision. What
0: can the employers do to address this?
2: Uh, That's a good question. And for me, it's it's all about understanding your membership. And this is absolutely key um, in in solving this, this challenge. Getting a deep understanding of their behaviours and future plans is crucial. For example, employers could carry out anonymous employee surveys or hold focus groups which are facilitated by a third party and this really does provide employers and trustees with this valuable insight. It's a useful way to understand retirement intentions without the risk of falling foul of age discrimination or being seen to push individual employees revealing their retirement plans. For employers, this can really help to build a strategy to support individuals with their pension planning as well as considering how succession planning and job roles may be impacted by this larger number of older workers remaining in employment. For example, employers may look to help employees avoid physically demanding peak hour commutes, or move to a less manual role if appropriate.
0: How can pension schemes support this new flexible vision of retirement?
1: That's a good question. In our research, we actually asked members how they want to use their DC pension pot, And what we found was that a small number of members said they would access their pension funds as cash. So just 11% of people said they'd take their money as cash. Alongside that, only one in six said they wanted the security of a guaranteed income through an annuity. What we found was actually the vast majority of members, over fifty percent, said they expect to go into drawdown, or to stay invested to access their funds much later in life. And if I look back to the results of our member survey that I said we did two years ago, what we're seeing is that the desire for annuities continues to fall. So I said it was one in five two years ago that I wanted an annuity. Now it's one in six. And we're seeing that more and more people are saying they want to access drawdown products, which I guess makes sense, as these are also the most likely approaches to support a flexible and phased retirement.
0: So what do employers and trustees need to think about when tackling the retirement income solution?
1: Yes, we looked at this um, recently as part of a paper that we wrote on the future of retirement. Um, And we looked at... We identified five key areas that trustees and employers should deliver in a post retirement solution. So, the first one was getting the investment policy right so that we can generate the income that members need throughout their retirement. The second area is delivering a sustainable income. And, and, and this is a key question what is a reasonable amount that members should expect to be able to withdraw from their pot in drawdown? Most research now points to a rule of thumb of 3.5%. And what I mean by that is that it's reasonable for members to take an annual income of about 3.5% of their DC pot. But members still have the risk of outliving the savings. It's not a safe rate, it's not a guaranteed rate. So they still have that longevity risk. And so we need to provide a third element, which is some longevity risk management. And that, I think, is most likely going to be through later life annuities. The fourth component is that we need to provide flexibility that members want. Our research tells us that members want the flexibility, but they want flexibility to change their minds and not lock into one type of solution. And so they want to avoid the wrong decision. And I think we need to be careful about that when we talk about flexibility. It's not about dipping in and out of their savings. It's about not locking into the bad solution. And then that leads me on to the fifth component, which is robust decision support, really helping members make the right decisions at the right time throughout their retirement. And of course, that is a whole topic in itself. But I think if anyone's interested in actually seeing that in any more detail, you can find our future of at retirement white paper on the AM website.
0: And any final comments to summarise the research? Yeah, so for me, I, I
2: guess I'll draw out a couple of couple of points. Firstly, um, it's that the research shows us that the cliff edge that is retirement will be replaced by a far more fluid series of transitions between work and partial retirement. And secondly, part time work could become one of the regular transitions to full retirement. Retraining and reskilling will be, be will be essential both to ensure relevant work experience and skills and at an employee level for self-worth and personal development?
1: I think, for me, managing retirement finances has moved from being a single decision at a point in time to being a series of decisions, some of which will be taken increasingly later in life. Um, and that's where decumulation and post-retirement solutions is the next crucial crucial piece of the DC jigsaw. We can help employers and trustees develop and implement these flexible retirement solutions for their members, and therefore help address the changing needs in retirement.
0: Well, that's been brilliant. Thanks for sharing those facts with us from the research report. Thanks, Sophia. Thanks, James. Thanks, Stuart. Thanks, Stuart.